Our guest today is Jeff Dean. Jeff is Google Senior Fellow and SVP of Google Research and Google Health. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Good. How is the pandemic treating you? You're in Atlanta at the moment, or you're? No, I'm. I'm in the Bay Area. We didn't uh, move back this time because our classes are remote anyway. So we're just teaching from here. I see. And so some of this might feel um, a little bit like a rapid fire round. Some of them are light, might not take much thought. Some of them might take more thought, in which case, feel free to pause and think about it. Um, if you want to skip a question, let me know. Um, in general, if you can sort of err on the side of being open, transparent, vulnerable, I think that will be good. Um, okay. Yeah. I will give you a shot. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, so my first question is, what were you doing just before this call? Just before this call, um, I went to make my second cappuccino of the afternoon. I have a New Year's resolution of no more than two cappuccinos per part of the day. I see. Um, I get to decide how many parts the day has. <laughs> uh, and then I went and grabbed a little snack too. I see, yeah, yeah. And what is your daily routine like? It uh, depends a lot on what day it is. So Mondays and Fridays, I generally do uh, currently virtual pair of programming with my colleague Sanjay Gamawat and uh, a few other people that were working on a project for building sort of large-scale machine learning infrastructure systems. Hmm. Uh, and then other days are more mixed. I have like different kinds of meetings. Uh, you know, I'm uh, currently meeting Google Research and Google Health, so I have meetings related to, you know, project reviews of things going on there, or uh, work time to deal with email to, you know, uh, write code myself, things like that. So yeah. it's a mix of things. <laughs> and what is usually the favorite part of your day? Mm, I like the making cappuccino part. <laughs> Yeah, not the actual drinking of it, but the making of it. Drinking of it is good. Um, no, I mean, I think it, I like all of it. It's all different. So it's hard to pick one favorite thing over another. Yeah. Um, you know, a good mix of things. And what tends to be the least favorite part? Um, you know, I think uh, really large meetings where the material presented is going a little slowly, like where it could have been sent out as a something you could everyone could skim and then we could have a discussion instead of going through it in, in like uh, detail mm -hmm. or things that, uh, you know, I feel could sometimes be better. Oh, yeah. Um, what one chore do you dislike the most and why is that? What, what? Show? What one chore, like dishes chore. or oh, laundry um, or, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't mind chores. I mean, I think they're, uh, they're a good chance to think about other things while you're kind of doing them. Um, uh, I don't really like folding laundry because it seems like I'm just about, I'm going to unfold it at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Do you struggle with procrastination? Yes. If I have a deadline for something, I generally will use all available time until close to the deadline. I'm like, oh, geez, I better get going on that thing. <laughs> well, and do you struggle with time management? 
Mm, not as much, I think. I mean, I think I have a pretty good sense of like where I should spend time in large chunks and fitting in lots of other little things when I have spare moments is something that I don't think about too much, but I feel like I'm sort of okay at it. I know you have a like a very comprehensive time management protocols <laughs> um, and so on. Yeah, yeah, that is a system. It's naturally just evolved into what it is, but it's worked well for me. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, do you set an alarm in the mornings? I do. Do you hit snooze often? Mm, maybe half the time I'll kind of lay there in bed, not necessarily hitting snooze, but I'll like pick my phone up and see what news has happened or like what emails have come in during the night that I might be thinking about while I'm having breakfast or whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Um, if I were to ask your friends, what is Jeff like? What do you think would be three adjectives they might use? Huh, I don't know. Uh, it's always hard to put words in people's mouth. Uh, I guess, uh, um, Uh, upbeat, maybe. Um, uh, overly optimistic is that one word? <laughs> we'll hyphenate it and make it one yeah, word. Yeah, that works. Um, and silly. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. And how much of that is true? Is any of it exaggerated? Is anything missing? Mm, no, it seems pretty true. I think. Hmm. Are you happy with the number of close friends you have? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously the pandemic has caused a bit less social contact than one might normally have. And that's been hard, I think, for everyone around the world. But, uh, you know, I tend to be the kind of person who doesn't need to have a huge number of friends, but to have a small handful of close friends. Hmm. Um, yeah. Um, what is one thing you're worse at than people around you? Worse at? Uh, I am bad at cooking. I am bad at balance, uh, uh, physical balance. Um, no, I'm bad at many things, so it's hard <laughs> to pick one. Oh, oh. Um, what is your single biggest strength? Biggest strength. Uh, I am willing to jump into things where I don't really know what I'm doing and to learn on the fly. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is a recurring moral conflict that you struggle with? Modal conflict? What is a like a like a moral conflict? Something that like where you can't figure out if it's right or wrong or Hmm. Um, I don't know. I usually have pretty strong opinions that I don't feel indecisive usually. Hmm. I see. Um, is there a specific instance where you distinctly recall feeling privileged? All the time. Uh, I mean, I. I was fortunate to have, you know, relatively educated parents. And so that meant that I 
had a good education growing up um, and had opportunities to do things that other people do not because they aren't sort of in that position. Uh, I think, you know, having um, parents who care and who can help guide you growing up is super, super useful in, you know, the journey and to expose you to different things. And yeah. one, one thing that's a little unusual is we moved around a ton as a kid. So I went to 11 schools in 12 years. Oh, and wow. so I felt like sampling of lots of places around the world and lots of different school environments and kinds of schools and so on. So um, that, that in and of itself is not necessarily privilege, but it did expose me to a lot of different kinds of things that many people didn't get an opportunity to, to see. Hmm. Yeah. Um, what are you insecure about? Um, I feel like I interact with a lot of peers who know a lot more than I do in many areas. So that always makes one insecure, but that's part of, of learning is being around people who know things that you don't. So it's a double-edged sword, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, have you, or do you feel like an imposter? Yeah, I mean, in certain areas, of course, I think everyone does. Like, as I was saying, when you work with someone who knows way more about a topic than you know, or about a particular area. Um, you, you have an inclination to be like, wow, I can't believe they know so much about this thing and I don't know anything. Yeah. Um, what is something you're trying out these days? How is that going? Um, let's see. Uh, I've been doing more biking since the pandemic started. I normally when we don't have a pandemic, I play in a couple of soccer leagues, but those are sort of shut down now. So I'm sort of replacing my soccer time with, with biking, which is fun. Um, we also uh, bought a, like a lettuce growing tower. And so, and we're cooking more at home than we have been in the past. Like we used to like to go out to restaurants reasonably often, and now we're not doing that obviously. So it's a good chance to break out recipes and try things that we wouldn't have otherwise tried. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what is your favorite tool or trick or hack that you use to make life more efficient or fun or convenient? Um, I like to multitask. <laughs> so I often will, well, uh, here's a slightly embarrassing but good example. Um, so I will often like have a print news magazine like The Economist or something sitting on the bathroom counter while I'm flossing my teeth. <laughs> and I will have the music on. And then in order to stretch, I will loop the floss under my hamstring and floss that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I see you were serious about the multitasking. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, so my question was, what do you tend to think about when you're not intentionally trying to think about something? Um, I mean, I think... As I go throughout the day, I'll sometimes have uh, you know, a particular issue or problem or thing that I'm trying to figure out how to, how to solve. And I'll just kind of think about that as I'm you know, doing something else, you know, going for a run or biking or cutting up cucumbers or whatever and thinking about something. Uh, you gotta be careful not to cut your fingers off as you're thinking too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Um, what is something surprising about you that you think the rest of us might not guess? Um, well, I mentioned uh, going to 11 schools in 12 years. Uh, I lived in rural northwestern Uganda when I was five for a year. And I lived in Somalia for six months when I was 13. So hmm. those are people probably would not guess that. Um, my first paying job was playing in a Renaissance string quartet. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, um, we, were, we were a bunch of middle school, or middle school kids and the sort of orchestra teacher, and we formed a little quartet, some of us, and we would, we would play at weddings for people who were trying to do weddings on the cheap. <laughs> we were not very good, but we were young and cute, so it sort of worked. <laughs> yeah. um, what is something about the world that surprises you? Um, I think one thing that I've learned in traveling around and living in different places is that you can always find amazing things about any place. Like not everything about a particular place is perfect, but like you can always find that there's something about any place that is unique and different and you really enjoy. Oh, yeah. Um, what is something recent that happened that was unexpected like in the last few weeks or so? Yeah. Um, well, there's a lot going on in the world. Uh, I would say something unusual. Um, uh, I don't know. Let's skip that question. <laughs> right. Um, what is one way in which you wish your life was different? Um, I don't know. I, li I like my life as it is. I, I kind of wish I, if I could go back, I would have taken a different set of classes in some cases or uh, things like that. Um, I wish I knew more about genetics, for example, because when I was in school, there wasn't as much information about genomes and genetic sequencing, all this kind of stuff. And I sort of dabbled and read, skimmed textbooks and other kinds of books on the side, but it's not quite the same as having a sort of deep educational background in it. And I think, you know, that kind of thing is pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is something you're looking forward to in the near term, like in the next few days or next week or so? Um, let's see. Uh, Friday, I will continue my pair programming work uh, with my colleague. That's fun. We have a good set of problems to work on. Uh, Saturday, I'll go on a bike ride, hopefully, if it's not too smoky from the California wildfires. Mm -hmm. uh, that'll be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you and think you... Ah, I remembered another thing. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, we're having a, a virtual Zoom party with some friends oh. uh, where everyone who's been invited has been assigned one of the propositions on the California election ballot to like research and then uh, give an overview of the pros and cons or the a neutral view of, of the ballot, of the oh, proposition. Wow, so wow. Yeah, yeah, that sounds very useful. A dinner party with homework. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, do you think you're average, above average, or below average happy relative to people around you? Probably above average, I think. Yeah. It goes back to your friends thinking you're upbeat. 
when was the last time you danced? I danced. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, so during the, I don't dance very much. I'm actually pretty terrible at dancing. Uh, but uh, my older daughter came back to live with us for about four months during the pandemic. And I think she was supposed to be going to some sort of prom event at her, at her college and her university. And they, you know, obviously canceled it. And so we decided we would have a pandemic prom at our house. <laughs> that sounds nice. <laughs> we got all dressed up. It was the last time I wore pants, I think. <laughs> um, what is your most recent dream that you remember? Most recent dream? I don't remember very many of my dreams, but uh, I remember one maybe a month ago and I told my wife in the morning that she was, the dream was she was forcing me to try some sort of bizarre Mexican French hybrid food that was like a quesadilla with like some sort of Frenchy inside. Well, I really didn't want to because I wanted to order something else, but she forced me to try it. And I told her it wasn't good at the end. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you kind of already answered this, but I don't know if you want to add more to it. That are you more optimistic than people around you or more pessimistic? Uh, I think I'm optimistic because I can, you know, usually look at most situations and find some positive aspect of it, even if the overall sentiment of the situation is not so great. Mm. Um, you know, it's, it's a, a good skill to have sometimes, but sometimes you're maybe like seeing positive things where they don't actually exist. So <laughs> maybe not so great all of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think that is a point to life, to our existence? Um, I mean, I think the point to life is what you make of it. Yeah. Um, what do you struggle with in life? Mm, sometimes it's not always clear what one should do. And so thinking through the different scenarios of if you do this or that, uh, sometimes I can be a little indecisive. Usually I'm not, but sometimes you can be decisive, but then wonder if you should have chosen the other path. Mm. Yeah. Um, how do you decide what to work on? Um, I usually like to find a project that can work on with other people and where uh, the other people know different things than I know. And so you then end up teaching each other a lot in the course of doing work. Yeah. Um, this is a little related to the next question, but what are a couple of traits that you found to be in common with some of the best colleagues or collaborators you've worked with? Um, I mean, I think having a, a good vision of where you want to get and then how do you break that down into what are the sort of series of steps you need to get to along the way in order to do that. 
And I think you, that can occur at lots of different levels. It might be like, what are you trying to do today? Or it might be like, what do we hope to accomplish in the next you know, three years? And, but I think being able to kind of squint at something and say, oh, we want to go there, but then say, okay, well, if we want to go there, here are the you know, three you know, things we need to do and then the thing we can do after that once we've done that. Uh, that's something that I think is I've seen in other people and I feel like I'm sort of okay with that as well is kind of having a vague path in mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, and have you found ways to be able to spot this trait in people early? Um, I mean, I think the best way to do it is to work closely with someone on a problem or a thing because yeah. you can sort of see how they organize their own thoughts how they sort of think about okay well if we need to do this what do we need to do um and you know some people i think just can't see as many steps ahead or can't see what they need to do three steps beyond and that sometimes means they make suboptimal choices in the first step yeah um oceans or hills I was born in Hawaii, so both. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is something you love doing that you're terrible at? Um, uh, what do you, uh, well, I mean, I, I love kind of to to hum or sing. I'm pretty good at whistling, but I can't hum or sing at all. Hmm. <laughs> um, what is something you did recently that surprised uh, people who even know you well? Um, the pandemic dancing was one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm normally very adverse. <laughs> but I, I, I went along and it was okay. Oh. Um, when was the last time you felt like a kid in a candy store? Um, almost every day. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that sounds nice. <laughs> um, what is something you uh, you didn't like at the time, but now you're glad it happened? Hmm. Um. I guess uh, I wasn't sure I would like managing uh, technical teams. And when I first started it, I was a little apprehensive and I've grown to appreciate it and uh, accept it over time. Um, what do you easily get nostalgic about? Um, somehow like memories of places I've lived I get nostalgic over like, oh, I really remember that restaurant I used to eat at in Minneapolis, or I used to go boogie boarding in Hawaii on the beach or things like that. So just memories that you haven't experienced in a while, but are, that are still pretty vivid. Mm. Yeah. Um, is there something that made you smile today? Um, Yeah, I did a chat with a bunch of people in uh, Los Angeles 
and the, it was moderated by someone who is in Los Angeles and they said something and it made me smile. Um, what is some of the best advice you've gotten or given? Um, uh, one thing I tell people who are in sort of research-oriented careers is that I find it's much better to skim 10 papers than to read one in detail, hmm. and maybe even better to read 100 abstracts. Oh. Now, obviously, sometimes you need to read a paper in great depth, but I think having like a whole bunch of ideas and bouncing around in your head, which skimming a paper or reading abstract kind of starts to tickle, is a really good thing for being able to figure out how to solve a new problem because all of a sudden you have this big constellation of different ideas that you can put together and assemble in different ways. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, why did you decide to do this interview with me? Um, it seemed like a different kind of interview. You know, I do a fair number of interviews of uh, like a different flavor, but you said you were going to ask me a bunch of personal questions and show me a few examples, and I thought, eh, that sounds kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, those were all the questions I have. Is there anything about you or your life that you feel like we should have talked about that we didn't? Um, no, I think it's good. <laughs> Sorry about the internet. No, no, no worries. No worries. Um, that's everything. Thank you for taking the time to do this. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> I see we finished quickly. Is that... Uh, yeah. Faster than you expected? Um, I think it's a little bit faster than average, but I think I think that's completely fine. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, nice to see you. Yeah, Stay safe. same here.